what is up? Steal. Study. It's time for the bag. It is time for that bag. It is the Steelers Saturday mailbag here on Saturday, March 19, 2022. And I am your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you for joining me here today for episode number 260 of the study session, the Steelers Saturday mailbag edition. Got a lot of great questions in today. Lenny out of Georgia, live, no location provided. Jesse out of Monroeville and Ben from Ontario. We're going to be touching on everything from Mason Cole, James Daniels, Mitch Trubitsky, Matt Nagy, Jerry Dulac, Mason Rudolph. But as always, want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Still Study for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. I appreciate it. I would love to connect with you. We could do that one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles right at the bottom of the page, as Liv did, who is part of the show today. You can also hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com and also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show for next weekend's bag. You could be a part of the bag next weekend. Just drop me a line. Let's make it happen. And also, please be reminded of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. We are recording every other week this offseason, and we have a very special guest who will be joining us next week. And you'll have to stay tuned to find out who that is. It's a big surprise. You will definitely know our guest. But Jim is an OG of Pittsburgh Steelers beat writers, having covered the team since 1995. He's super insightful, super knowledgeable, tells it like it is, and you don't want to miss it. Check it out. So studyings, let's go, man. Let's get after it on this smooth jams Saturday. We're going to start with the first question here from Lenny out of Georgia. Lenny, what up, man? Appreciate you. Thanks for writing in. Lenny writes, how much a difference do you see Mason Cole and James Daniels having on the offensive line? First of all, Lenny, thank you so much for writing into the study. Appreciate it. So I think James Daniels is going to have a bigger impact than Mason Cole. Obviously, he is the better player. He's going to come in and start right away. He's physical. He's a good run blocker. He can pass protect. He immediately is your best offensive lineman, and he tightens up that interior of the offensive line. Mason Cole, on the other hand, he's decent. He does have the tendency to get bull rushed at time and overpowered by bigger defensive tackles, but he could be sufficient. He's going to come in and compete. More than likely, he is an upgrade over Kendrick Green just based on the sheer fact of his experience in the league and playing both guard and center positions. 
But if we're looking at the player who's going to contribute more, at first it's going to be Daniels. I think the jury is still out on Mason Cole. But regardless, this much is for certain. The offensive line is better with these two gentlemen than it was last year with their roster. Next up, we have a comment from Liv. I put together multiple study sessions this week talking about Mitchell Trubisky. One of them, I was really critical of the selection. The other one, I try to look at the upside and positives surrounding Mitch. And so Liv wrote in, had a really good comment, really insightful, and basically said, yo, Jeremy, check yourself, man. So... Liv, I appreciate the call out here. Good points. Ready? Please look at the performance of Dalton, Foles, and Fields with Nagy as coach. Trubisky is the only quarterback with a winning record under Nagy. Those three quarterbacks averaged a little more than one offensive touchdowns a game. They lost every game where the other team scored 20 points or more, except one. I think Trubisky has the best QB rating of any Bear quarterback ever. So think again. Live, I love it. Love the opposing viewpoint. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening to the sessions, for commenting. And you do make great points here. I was not aware of those statistics under Nagy. I know that there's a lot of criticism of Nagy. So framing it in that context, there's an argument you can make that Trubisky never really had the type of support the organization needed to thrive and that possibly being in the Pittsburgh organization with the personnel, with the coaching, that he can have a better career. And you know what? Here as we sit on this Saturday, I've come to peace with the Trubisky signing. I understand it. I get it. I'm not sure in terms of what the ceiling will be as a starting quarterback. But, again, I'm rooting for this guy to be successful 100%. The only thing that I'd argue is that he's not going to be an elite quarterback. We know that. That can't be expected. What you have to hope is he's a game manager who can make critical plays on third downs when necessary because this offense will run through Najee Harris next year. But what I did not see from Trubisky is the ability to push the ball downfield to have a legitimate concern on the defensive side of the football that there is the deep element potential and I worry that that carries over to his time with the Steelers and live your point about the best quarterback rating of any bear ever The Bears really don't have a history of outstanding quarterbacks. His rating is an 87. Okay, it's decent. But again, I'm willing to give him a chance. I just think in terms of what we're going to expect from him, we're going to expect the world from him, but past performance is the best indicator logically of where this guy could go. He needs to be an effective game manager. If he can provide more than that, fantastic. I'm rooting for him. But 
he's just keeping the seat warm until they find their next franchise quarterback. And who knows when that will be. Anyway, Liv, thanks so much. I appreciate it. I hope you continue to listen and read and support. Thank you so much. Next up, Jesse out of Monroeville. Jerry Dulack of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette doesn't believe the Steelers will draft a quarterback in this year's draft. Is he right? Jesse, I got a lot of respect for Jerry Dulack, but I'll be honest with you. His projections and prognostications here as of late, a la the last three months, have been way off. I'm not buying this. I'm not buying this. Again, there's going to be information that the team shares with certain members of the media, but do you think that they're going to share their draft hand or put out there what their strategy or target is? No. But for Jerry to be as adamant that it's not going to happen, that they don't like either Pickett or Willis, it's... I just don't know what that justification is based on. And again, evaluating quarterbacks is a highly difficult thing to do. No teams have mastered it. Otherwise, you'd see franchise quarterbacks coming out all the time. And I think it's a combination of things. It's not just about the evaluation of talent. It's about what type of system are they coming into? What's the support? What's the personnel they're working with? What's the coordinator like? What's the scheme fit? What's the personality fit with the team itself? So to sit here and say, oh, this is a not a great group of quarterbacks, great group of quarterbacks, again, it's an inexact science. It's a little bit, it's, excuse me, it's a lot easier to project other positions in the NFL in the draft. Quarterback is an enigma. 100%. So, yeah, Jerry has his opinions. Just like he said that they weren't going to sign Miles Jack. Well, guess what? They did. I'm still holding true to the Steelers taking a quarterback at 20. But one thing I'm going to do, just to challenge my own thinking, I'm trying to look at the different perspective of this. And next week on the sessions, I'm going to be getting into this topic and really forcing myself out of my prognostication that they will take a QB, I'm going to be looking at all the reasons why they aren't going to take a QB. So I'm really going to push and challenge my my thinking. So stay tuned for that next week. And then finally, we have Ben out of Ontario, Canada up in this. What up, Ben? How you doing, eh? Ben writes, what happens with Rudolph now that Trubisky has signed? Here's what I think that happens. Steelers draft a quarterback. Rudolph either gets cut or traded, although I'm not sure what his trade value would be. Maybe you can get a seventh rounder for him. More than likely, you just have to cut ties. But I think his time is done on this roster. I mean, how else is... Rudolph interpreting this, that they're bringing in this guy to compete for the position. He was a, he was drafted in the third round. He is 
probably out of his mind right now, infuriated. He removed from his Twitter bio quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I think you're going to create a contentious situation if Rudolph is still around. I think Trubitsky knows that he's an interim QB. If a young guy is drafted, Trubisky will more, more than likely embrace that mentor role, knowing that he's only there as a makeshift for a short period of time. But Mason Rudolph is as good as gone. I just don't see any way that he's sticking around with the team. And I wish him well. I hope he goes somewhere and lights it up. I really do. I wish all these guys success. There's not one player that I can think of on the Steelers organization, past, present, that I would ever wish ill to. And I know a lot of people dislike Mason Rudolph for whatever reason. I don't understand. I hope the dude goes somewhere and has an outstanding career. Wish him nothing but the best. So that's it. That's the, the mailbag for today. So thank you so much. To everyone who wrote in, Lenny, Liv, Ben, Jesse, appreciate it. Keep them coming. Two other nuggets here going to get into on the Still Study podcast. Make sure you check that out. Juju is done in the Berg. He signs with the Kansas City Chiefs. He's a goner. Lots of work to do, wide receiver. DJ Chark, that's the name I'm going to continue to throw out there. And they're going to have to get to work in the draft. And then also, Deshaun Watson is a Cleveland Brown. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson. (laughs) Oh my gosh. God, what contest in hell did we win? It's going to be brutal for the Steelers. Man, that running game better just be beastly. (laughs) All I could do is laugh. That is, oh, man, that's just so funny. That is the quarterback talent, insane, insane. I like you, Mitch Trubisky, but, man, you got your work cut out for you, brother. Anyway, Studians, thank you so much for joining me here on the study session on the bag. Keep participating in the bag. Send me your questions, comments, and feedback to the bag. You can comment on the articles. Hit me up via email. Get me on Twitter. Let's make it happen. You could be a part of the show. Check out the podcast that I do with Wex over on his site. New episode coming next week with a special guest. You don't want to miss it. And I hope you guys have a great, great day. Love you guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. I will see you on the next episode of The Study Session. Peace.